right view, right effort, and right mindfulness, these three, the Buddha highlighted as being uh, see, of particular importance in the Eightfold Path. He said those three, right view, right effort, right mindfulness, they circle around and support and feed and strengthen the other qualities of the Eightfold Path. So they have a particular uh, and special role. The last couple of days talking about right view, then right effort yesterday, or right mindfulness. There's uh, many different dimensions to this. The whole Satipatthana Sutta, the foundations of mindfulness, many, many pages, many, many details. Nowadays, the word mindfulness carries all kinds of uh, meanings, a whole spectrum a big range of meanings. Because of that, it can be confusing. We read a lot of things or hear different people's opinions and it can be confusing, seem complicated. But I would say essentially there's three different layers or, or level, levels of mindfulness that it's uh, important for us to, to understand and to really help it do its job, do its work together with right view and right effort in supporting every dimension of the, the practice of Dhamma. And generally speaking, the word sati, mindfulness, means paying attention in the present moment to the, the field of experience. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, remembering, imagining. To be mindful is to be focusing the attention on what is happening or if an Action is being taken, like we're speaking, or we're walking, or washing a teacup. There's that giving of attention, paying of attention to what is happening. So this, I would say, is the most uh, basic or functional level of mindfulness and Ajahn Chah would often say, uh, animals have to have mindfulness in order to live. A cat has mindfulness when it's hunting a mouse. A squirrel jumping through the branches of a tree has to be mindful of where's the next branch to jump to. How big a jump does it have to make? Which direction does it point itself? So even animals have this kind of uh, quality of basic functional mechanistic mindfulness, bringing the attention to the present moment, being attentive, observant. 
But that on its own uh, is a, 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 what you can think of as a preliminary stage. A basic, uh, functional, non-moral quality of mindfulness. And what makes the mindfulness of the Eightfold Path significant is its samasati, right mindfulness or balanced mindfulness. Sama means integrated, balanced, complete. Means that that quality of mindfulness is is in tune with reality, in tune with Dhamma. So, along with that um, quality of functional attention, focusing on what's happening, to make it samasati, to make it balanced, integrated, in tune with Dhamma, then there is a, a an awareness of the moral element. Is something wholesome or unwholesome? Or is it neutral? Is it going to lead to a pleasant result or a painful result? Is it skillful or unskillful? So that sama aspect of sama sati, the rightness, is that, uh, say, attunement to Dhamma and looking at the their impact, whether it's something that we're seeing or hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, is that something that's wholesome to attend to? Is it beneficial? Is it unwholesome? Or an action that we're taking, the words that we're saying, the things that we're doing. So that attunement to the bigger picture, the consequences of our actions, the the causes uh, of our experience, the, the probable results of those actions, what's the intention behind them. The second layer of mindfulness really incorporates, brings into the picture uh, those kind of aspects, those elements. So for it to be samasati, there needs to be that uh, quality of uh, say moral sensitivity, that quality of attunement to Dhamma. And when that is developed, strengthened, then it ripens or uh, say evolves to what you can think of as the, the second level of mindfulness, which is sati sampajanya, or mindfulness and full awareness. Or intuitive awareness, as Lumpur Sumato would call it. So this is not just being attentive to the patterns of experience, what we're seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, what we're doing or saying, and not just being aware of the, the moral dimension, but taking in the whole picture. So it's attending to a particular action or a particular object, but also seeing the whole, uh, the whole context, the environment, the time, the place, the situation. Having a conversation with someone, and uh, 
When they say something, maybe a joke comes to mind. You can make some kind of clever, funny remark. And sati sampajanya is that quality of the heart that says, is this the right kind of joke to make? Would that person find it funny? Is that appropriate? Yeah. Would would it be better to be to to be more straightforward, not to be so sort of funny and jokey and playful? What's appropriate in this moment, in this second? So sati sampajanya, mindfulness, full awareness, or intuitive awareness, is that say bringing the heart into harmony with all of the different aspects of the present situation. Where we are, who we're with, what's happening. Consideration, which literally means looking at the stars, taking in the, the, the message that the positioning of the stars tells us, consider, to attune to what the stars are telling us, to open the heart to the whole picture. Alumpo Sumedho would use the term intuitive awareness because he, uh, he was trying to move away from the idea of clear comprehension. Usually Sati Sampajanya is translated as mindfulness and clear comprehension. But Alumpo understood, well, you can be fully attuned to something that you don't understand at all. You can know you're completely in the dark. Literally, in nighttime, you can't see. You can be fully aware that you can't see anything. You can know that you don't know. You can be fully aware that something is mysterious, strange. You don't have an answer. So he, many years ago, started to use the term intuitive awareness to refer to sati sampajanya. So it's a full attunement, but it doesn't necessarily mean we can explain or talk about the causes or the in, uh, clear intentions behind any particular action or what someone is doing. So Samma Sati Right mindfulness includes this quality of <coughs> sampajanya, intuitive awareness, sense of taking in the not just the object or the action, but the whole context. So I started speaking at 8.30, it's now 8.41, so applying sati sampajanya, that means I've got three or four minutes left before I wind up what I'm going to say. Probably. Possibly. I know I've covered a couple of the topics. Got one more to do. So much of our life, not just the formal practice of meditation, but living together, living in community, attuning to the weather, physical well-being, our energy levels, the food we eat, the places we live in, the clothes we wear, 
the routines that we follow, all of that depends a huge amount on developing sati sampajanya, attuning the heart to who you're with, your living space, what you're doing, what your duties are, what the feelings are of the people around you, what your own feelings are, how is your body, how is your mind, what's your mood. So sati sampajanya is opening the heart to all of that. To notice if you're really tired, or you're feeling really grumpy, or you're just ridiculously happy. Sati Sampajanya is taking that into account. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yesterday I was confused and miserable. Today I feel ridiculously happy. Everything is good. Huh. Isn't that interesting how it changes? So you can call this an informed mindfulness or comprehensive. The third level, which really uh, brings it right to the heart, is mindfulness and wisdom, satipanya. So this is really the fulfillment of samasati, the right mindfulness, balanced, integrated, complete mindfulness, satipanya, mindfulness and wisdom. So that's the, the mindfulness that recognizes that in this moment, this is a mental event. The experience of sitting in the temple, the feelings of the body, hearing the sound of my voice, feeling consciousness, hearing consciousness, thinking consciousness. These are different patterns of experience arising and passing away here in this field of awareness we call my mind, or this mind. Satipanya, mindfulness and wisdom, is the, the recollection or the appreciation that all of this, our whole life, has always happened exactly here. Ever since we were a baby, even before we were born, the experience of being in our mother's womb was in our mind. Feeling, hearing, warmth, the heartbeat. These are perceptions. The sound of my voice, the sound of an engine noise, the feelings of warmth and coolness. What are these other than patterns of experience? It's not saying that the world does not exist or there's no basis for our feelings and perceptions. There's the four elements of the material world are doing their thing. But what we experience moment by moment is this mind's representation of the world. It, it, the ears hear a sound, the body detects sensations. The mind thinks, remembers, imagines. All of these are math, uh, patterns of mental activity coming and going and changing. So mindfulness and wisdom, satipanya, 
is that say, the ground of awareness itself, knowing each moment. This is the field of experience. There's no thing solid there. There's no thing that can be owned, no thing to do any owning. There's the awareness of this flow of patterns of perception, coming, going, changing. That's why in Lumpur Chah's teaching he said there's no uh, aspect of the five khandas worth holding on to because they can't be held. There's no thing there and no thing to hold them. They're all uncertain, unstable, empty. Patterns of experience coming and going and changing. Unpredictable, unreliable, not a refuge. But what is a refuge is this quality of satipanya, mindfulness and wisdom, this awakened awareness that's knowing the flow of experience. That is reliable, ever-present, non-personal. So as we develop the practice, put effort and energy into cultivating mindfulness, be aware of it in these, th these three levels, a functional mindfulness, informed mindfulness, and then this, this final profound layer that you can think of as holistic or complete mindfulness, radical mindfulness. Awake, aware quality of the knowing heart. With these three established, right view, right effort, right mindfulness, those three qualities support all of the work that we're doing, our life here, our intentions, the reason why we came through the gates at Amaravati in the first place. These three qualities are profound support and a power source, a fuel source for bringing to fulfillment the intentions, skillful intentions that we have, freeing the heart from dukkha, from greed, hatred, and delusion. To awaken, to, to use this life for the most profound and helpful purpose possible. <laughs>